Now, it's time for... For Pete's sake. Yeah, for Pete's sake. This is why our court system is backed up. Are you ready for this story? Oh, geez. Okay. Buffalo Wild Wings is facing a class action lawsuit over its boneless wings. Oh, no. According to the complaint, which was filed in U.S. District Court in the Northern District of Illinois, B-Dub-Dubs has knowingly (laughs) deceived customers by presenting the fare as deboned chicken wings, when in reality, the item is simply slices of chicken breast meat deep fried like wings. The plaintiff, Chicago resident Eamon Hallam, says the boneless wings are more akin to chicken nuggets. Duh. I mean, like, who doesn't know this? Who really thinks it's if they pulled up, if they deboned a chicken wing, all the oil would just go in the middle <laughs> and you would just eat it and hot oil would burst in your mouth. This what, is, what is this nonsense. This is a clear cut case of false advertising should not be permitted as consumers should be able to rely on the plain meaning of a product's name and receive what they're promised. The suit read, come on, really? He wanted fried chicken with sauce and he got fried chicken with sauce. Surely if Buffalo Wild Wings was being transparent with its customers, it could readily change the name of the products boneless chicken or disclose on its menu that the products are actually made of chicken breast meat (laughs) (sighs) it's not like you're allergic to chicken breast but not allergic to the wing meat so it's very important to know which part you're getting the complaint goes on to highlight companies like domino's and papa john's which informs customers that it's bite-sized chicken offerings are not deboned wings the former lists them as boneless chicken Oh, sweet Lord. Yeah, I agree. Stop. Just stop. Don't do this. Find something better to do with your time. And Papa John's lists them as chicken poppers. Now, that actually sounds really appetizing. It does, I doesn't chicken it? Chicken poppers. And I was like, oh, I want Yeah, those. your face lit up. Mm-hmm. Do you snore or does your husband snore? But No, but our dog snores. What? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, A study of U.S. adults found 52% either snore or have a partner who does, with 72% of those resorting to a host of tricks to silence the snore, okay? So they're trying nasal strips, uh, dilators, or a spray, a hot shower before bed, even sleeping pills or sleeping up to stop the snoring. Or a CPAP machine can get rid of the snoring, yeah. Try to avoid alcohol, maybe, having some glasses of wine or vodka. You're snoring away, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I guess. That's rough stuff right there. Others have resorted to, we've talked about this. How about the mouth taping? Oh, yeah. Mouth taping. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about a clothespin on the nose? Don't you think that would hurt? People aren't doing that. That's only in cartoons. But that makes no sense because the snoring <laughs> is coming from your mouth. So if you clothespin the nose, then people are breathing out of their mouth more This is faulty. Snoring can be disruptive and people are willing to try pretty much anything to stop it, says Michael Johnson, CEO of RhinoMed for MuteSnoring.com. His solution. Are you ready for this? Snoring mostly occurs when a person is on their back. Put a tennis ball in their shirt or pajama top. When they fall asleep, it's almost impossible to sleep on their back without waking up 
That's a great idea. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. Sure, it's a great idea. I don't know. Just sleep in a different room. A tennis ball in your shirt. <laughs> but how do you get the ball to stay in your shirt as you move around? I guess you have to tuck in your shirt. Or do you just duct tape the tennis ball to your skin? No, you don't duct tape the tennis ball. <laughs> Medical tape a tennis ball to your back. Just put it in your shirt and try it. You'll sleep on your side. You'll get used to it. It's going to take two or three nights to get used to it, but you will. I bet I sleep through right through that. And finally, are you a healthy eater? 80% of the time. Does it stress you out to eat healthy? Uh, it's exhausting. It is. It stresses me out. Well, we're not alone. One in four of us get stressed out when it comes to eating healthy. Most of the respondents said that if there were a superfood that had all the nutrients they could possibly need, they'd eat it even if they didn't like the taste. I don't believe that for one second. <laughs> I do not believe that. Okay. If it was a superfood and you had the nutrients and you lost weight and it had a horrible taste, you would still eat it. That I believe. If yes. you told me, eat this gnarly, disgusting, funky thing, mm -hmm. and you will be your ideal weight, sure, people would eat that. Yeah. A, a quarter of respondents feel it's hard to maintain a healthy diet. Why? The cost of these ingredients mm. is the biggest barrier to eating healthy, with half the poll saying it's simply too expensive of a habit. It is. It's expensive. Yes and no. You know, a box of cereal is $8. A bag of rice and some beans is the same amount of meals, and it's not $8. Raisin bran or beans and rice. Hmm. Well, yeah, you're not going to eat them at the same time <laughs> today. But what I'm saying hmm. is you don't have to go out and buy everything that says diet hmm. on it. Yeah, but I'm stressed out just reading this story right now. We're all stressed, <laughs> aren't we? Just eat some apples, add a little greens to your plate. Don't try to be perfect. That's it. All right, folks, that does it for us. Remember, if you missed anything on the show, just search Pete McMurray Show podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. You guys have a great day. Eat healthy, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all. -bye. Bye,